My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to a cast member from The Winchesters, which is a prequel to the long-running series Supernatural. The Winchesters tells the epic untold love story of how John Winchester met Mary Campbell and put it all on the line to not only save their love, but the entire world. So to talk about the series and give some hints to the finale, here's Drake Roger, who plays John Winchester. So obviously I've seen a ton of stuff about what it was like getting the role, hearing Mm. about it, following the Supernatural kind of footsteps John Winchester is like one of the most beloved characters ever you've done such a great job I wanted to know if you obviously you know you can see kind of where John as an adult ends up Mm -hmm. at some point have you been working on that as part of your arc for the season because you see a younger version so your character of John slowly start increasing with the anger which is something that we see as an issue later in his life Um, well first of all thank you I, I really appreciate that John has not felt beloved by everyone. So I appreciate you saying that. I think the long and short of it is the conversations that I had with Robbie when we first got the show was basically to show like almost a Breaking Bad essence storyline for John, where it's like you basically to just see the degradation of his character, both as a, as a man, but also just as a potential father one day and a potential husband to a wife. And just to really give like a lot of context as to be like, oh, I, I see why, like if this guy got pushed over the edge, that he would snap and become who he becomes so the overall thing is like yeah that's that's the goal is is to show like the transition into um the darker version of john and to do that right i want to make sure that we live in the light side of him as much as we can so you can understand that like john winchester doesn't want to become jeffrey dean john winchester that's right i think if he saw that person not even i think i know like that's his father that's you know even sort of samuel camp and those are two people that john despises and so i know that that's not what he would want i think the caveat to that is when you're working on network television, it's a different beast. It's harder for us to plan like, hey, by this episode, we're going to do this. And by this season, we'll do this because everything is dictated on the scripts that are coming out. And I basically get the scripts. I mean, let's say hypothetically, we're filming episode six, about two days into filming episode six, you get a script and you're like, hey, this is episode seven and read it. And and in four days, you're going to go film it. That is a different tier of difficulty, I think, where it's like, we are trying to like slow roll it and, and like lead in as much as we can and, and try to like show in season one but my goal would be like a tug and like a back and forth through the whole thing where you basically just see him grappling with himself like two versions of him yeah and the other thing that I always felt was interesting is a lot of people you know say adult or Jeffrey Dean Morgan's kind of John Winchester was abrasive and I mean there's caveats to that too right when you watch him I don't think that's really his kind of character on a steady level no. but we are seeing him after his wife had died so totally. it's not like we're seeing what happened and how he was kind of prior to that and so you're playing someone where you know it's way like you know years and years prior to that so it's how much anger do you show right it's like so how far do you go because it might be in him but it's not necessarily where he was until we saw that first episode of supernatural right like his life prior so like does that play into it too because you don't want to do too heavy because that's not really how we met him i think for me what I talked to Robbie about was I love the idea of playing that it's almost like 
the Winchester name itself is a curse. And anyone who bears that name bears whatever it comes with in your lifetime. Like you have this essentially like your your life is gonna be shit throughout certain points of it. So I like to I like to play the idea that whatever snapped in John Winchester when Mary died has always been a part of him. And I, I actually wanted to do an episode, and I hope that we can in season two, where we do a full episode in Vietnam where it's the first time in John's life that that trigger ever snapped. Love to do that. Essentially like right after Murph gets exploded, like what happens, like how did I get out? of that and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like boom it's snapped it's like everything it's just like so I, I love I play John with the idea that there is this like this being this almost alter ego character that is always has always been inside of him it takes something to push it over the edge so I guess to answer your question I agree with that but at the same time I, I do want to show that like oh no this thing has always been there he's just always kept it at bay and then once Mary goes like that's yeah that's it that's a snap and then for you what has it been like so obviously you get the scripts you're prepared you know you look into some episodes episode supernatural which you know there's hundreds of episodes and you do all of your work you start playing him has your vision of john changed from when you initially got the job to now that you've been playing him for so long i wouldn't say it's changed it's crafted itself a good friend of mine his name is nick he once said that like art is in every form but especially in acting it's like sculpting where you start with this big block of marble and you have this idea of what it's going to be it's more like when you start chipping away like oh cool we can't do this oh cool we can't do that and we're taking all these things away that you actually figure out what you have which ends up being your performance which ends up being your sculpture and so I, I guess point I'm trying to make with the analogy is that it hasn't changed I still I still want every like everything that I wanted to do with John I still want to do the tone in which I play him but there there has been more nuances and we've leaned a lot more into the light side of him than I thought we were going to and in a way that I'm like I'm just happy with another analogy Jensen gave me was he was like you're, you're playing football and he's like as the game goes on if what you're doing isn't working and you're not able to just change and go like if the defense is shutting down your offense and you're not able to like scrap the playbook and say hey cool passing isn't working so we're just going to run but if you're so like stuck on your game plan that you can't change you're going to lose the game and so I think that's more what I've done is like oh cool people are really really enjoying and they're really resonating with the happy side of them so the overall end goal is to get them to resonate with the character so if that's the best way to do that then yeah we'll lean into like the little bit more campy like goofy side of the more sam side of john the dean side um because ultimately i think that's what it is i think it starts with like john is sam and he just transitions to dean versus i think mary is dean who transitions to sam and i think those are kind of the arcs i was wondering this too just as a person that's covered the show for so long uh like for supernatural now this show and i love it it's so good because it's so separate and like you know I always tell people if you've never watched Supernatural you can watch the show like it has like it's a totally separate thing and if you did watch Supernatural it's just really cool because like you'll see things and you're like oh this is awesome but I'm sure like in the beginning I think with any job you get nervous it's your first day you're kind of working things out you have Jensen and Daniel who come in right that are like EPs but Jensen's like the epitome of what Supernatural is him and Jared so I'm sure that's nerve-wracking over time how does that change like how does your relationship develop because it's his baby right like this is like his thing that he wants to kind of cultivate the sentiment I agree with but also like you know Jensen he is as bro of a bro as it can get so it it never felt like I had to impress him it felt like when he casted me and I'll speak for myself I was like oh cool I don't have to earn like your approval you have just given it like casting was it like I don't and he never he never came 
coming from that place of like, like I'm, I'm testing you. I want, I never got that vibe from him. So our, our relationship has been, we're, we're good friends. I look at him a lot as a mentor. I, I look up to him a lot. He gives me a ton of advice and I call him more than I probably should. He has just been that where it's like, um, what's the word for like not needing to earn your parents' love? That kind of thing. Like he's just always been that. I never had to do anything to earn that from him. Um, Unconditional. Unconditional love. And he, yeah. and he seems to have that, I guess, as long as I'm not fucking up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as, as, as from the beginning to now, he's just been a solid resource and super supportive. And when he's on set and you guys are working together, do you ask him quite like, do you go up to him and you're like, hey, listen, is this something that you think John would do and like things like that? 100%. It, it probably is offensive to the directors, but <laughs> after we'll do a take, I look up over the monitor and I'm looking at him and I'm like, do we like it? Did we not? And and it's, you know, he'll always, he'll always or he'll come over yeah yeah he comes (laughs) over and he'll drop lines and he'll be like hey say this or you know when this happens go do this and stuff like that but yeah I I always look to him first because it is like he's if anybody knows the world better than Robbie it's it's Jensen you know but they're they're both pretty fucking up there so yeah I love it because when I've been on set before if they did a take you would get a Jensen thumbs up which was good and then if there were notes the headphones would come down and it's like a quick walk over and then it would be like kind of like throwing in like ad-lib stuff so that's what I've seen like on set so I guess it's still it's still the same and that's what he's been doing and it works right like I guess it's what's working <laughs> yeah no totally yeah he's he's great at that <laughs> in terms of the show we're like coming close to the finale soon we're like you know right there I wanted to ask you I obviously saw it ahead of time which it's fun to see it ahead of time but it sucks because we can't see everyone's responses so yeah. it's so difficult but I saw like the photo which was like the big like moment and I love that you guys had the birthday and then all of you guys were together and it was so fun to watch you guys but I had seen the episode early so when I saw it I was like oh my god like this is huge that you know Jensen might be on the show or you know Dean is somehow involved so for you when you read that that moment this is going to be like shit's going to hit the fan like on Twitter like everyone's going to go nuts when they see this this photo when I read it in the script I knew it was coming I've talked to them and been in on some of those meetings they inform us they keep us really in the loop of like hey this is where we're going this is what's going to happen these are the characters who are going to recur from Supernatural who are bringing in but it is still like when you're reading like oh fuck it's Dean (laughs) and in the script it said it's Dean fucking Winchester I was like it's (laughs) Dean fucking Winchester so yeah it was it's like it got my like oh like it's a different thing there has been moments on this show where I've gotten to act with certain people from the show or or they've been on set and it's like it's those moments where I'm like oh wow this is more than just a show for me I, I just feel like I'm acting with the people that I grew up watching I'm acting on a show that I grew up watching as my favorite character from that show and around me are the characters that I, I loved and they're watching me perform and they're they're coaching me and it's like that's it's it's fucking so surreal and what's so funny is it's so crazy for us right like as a viewer because I love the Winchesters as on its own obviously mm-hmm. I love Supernatural but I like I did First of all, when Richard came on, I started laughing because it was so fun for me, like to see him in the 70s with the mustache and like the whole thing. But then you guys got me real good because when, you know, Carlos is singing, I did like a double take. So I'm like watching it and I'm going, oh, this is so cute. And then I went, wait a minute. I was like, is that Let Him Swing? Like, and I was like, hold on a minute. Is that Rob? No. And like, it took <laughs> me like a second. And I was like, damn, I was like, they're so good because it, it's like no one would notice that if you weren't like a huge, like, you know, supernatural person. But if you are, I'd like to see that. Oh, yeah. Like, 
and it happens like constantly. Like I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. And then obviously the big announcement that Rowena was coming back. Then I think the last episode that aired. I mean, beloved characters, and it kind of just like what you're talking about. So as for a viewer, it's so fun for me to like see them how they would be like you know like years earlier with my favorite characters of you guys that are like younger and like seeing yeah. you guys kind of develop. So how is like you know obviously it's surreal for you because you've done mm -hmm. you know you're acting with both, but in terms of like the history of it all yeah. it's crazy to go yeah so I'm reading my script Rowena what like mm -hmm. the, one of the ones that's on the show the most and as a woman as a female oh. is coming on our show and makes sense right a witch she could be alive like totally makes sense and people are going to act with her and she might be involved and weaved in as time goes on and Richard could come back you know the trickster he could always come back as time goes on so and there's more and more characters that can do that oh. so is that something that like freaks you out excites you like or like oh how do you feel about all of it it excites me so much like you know having them come on set I always feel like oh this is your set like this is your set like and they don't make us feel like that at all but it, it does it just does I just feel like our job is to service what they did it's so fucking cool I, I'm really 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 hoping fingers crossed we're blessed with the season two three four five whatever however many that we can just continue to bring back more characters and and in more unique ways and like building our own individual relationships with them um would be would be really really cool especially I think just giving weirder context to mm -hmm. down like when we run into those characters in canon you know and it's like in supernatural it's like oh shit they actually had like experiences back in the past so i think all that stuff is really fun. i totally love that you said canon you're like you're so in it like oh, yeah. in this. i love that i love it, I it. <laughs> so another question that i had for you too is you know as the storyline goes on obviously people want a season two right when are you expecting i know like you don't know we don't know i haven't gotten anything so i know no one really knows yet i know people are talking about it since you brought it up now versus waiting to ask you at the end is yeah. there any type of like estimated time that you're expecting or hoping to hear about a renewal i would imagine if we're going to be renewed on the cw mm -hmm. and on a streaming service or something if it is the cw i would imagine that we would hear back before may because they have their upfronts, which is their big marketing thing to their advertisers at the end of May. So I think if we were to get picked up on the CW, it would be by then. If it was on anything else or anywhere else, which I don't know if it's a possibility that that's the case, but if that happens, stranger things have happened, but I don't know when that would be because then right. we're no longer following a film schedule. Contractually, they have certain time limits where they, they'll have to tell us by or they'll have to right. extend their contracts. Yeah, but you have to get your like letter of intent. Yeah. That's not yeah. like the behind the scenes stuff, but I know all that stuff. So you have to get that and then has a deadline exactly. on and things like that. I'm hoping that it doesn't even come to that. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we hear, I mean, today, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, I just hope we hear sooner than later. We had such a fantastic crew in New Orleans that we were working with and all of our writers are going to get sent out to all these other shows. So I just want us to hear so we can hire the same people back and just really like get right back into the swing of things. Be really cool. I know. And I love it so much because, and again, like it's so hard not to parallel Supernatural, but it's so funny because I still have my original pilot when they sent us like, a DVD oh, cool. like for me to like watch Supernatural cool. and it's just interesting because they always you know Jensen Jared would always joke it's like the little train that could right like we just kept mm -hmm. going we didn't know and for the Winchesters you got it's such a good show so it's almost like the same thing it's like I wish that we got an announcement and they're like the next three years we're good and then we'll work there but of course we're like come on come on and then if yeah. it doesn't 
But the one bonus that you guys have that Supernatural didn't have is the opportunity to go to streaming if it had to, like in a worst case scenario, which oh. is thing that didn't exist back then. So, you know, at least you have that possibility. Yeah. To that point, the only thing that has saved the show in the past and Supernatural was the fandom. And and I really think that that's, that just speaks volumes to, to the show and what it was. And to have a show go for 15 years that probably could have gone for 20 or more. I mean, it really could have. That stuff doesn't happen just by like, oh yeah, like we're guaranteed da 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 no, it's like that that's built off of a strong fan base and that show it, it did it got moved same as similar to ours it got moved around times it moved around days like they really they tried to put that show out a lot and the fans were the ones who just kept it alive and so i guess i am praying to the higher powers that the same thing happens for us i would love to continue to tell the story i think there's a lot left to tell and i think for everyone i think for the fans who who really enjoy the tone of season one i think there's there's going to be more of that but i also think as we get closer to 1978 but as we get closer to those marks i think it just gets darker and darker and more gritty more gritty i just hope we can do that because robbie's got some cool ideas we've got some cool ideas jensen's got some great ideas and i think it'd be a shame if we couldn't like fulfill that just yeah that story the prequel. Yeah. my other question for you too is in terms of the show i know obviously we the season two we have the question mark we're hoping like we move forward with it and all of those things let's get to dean because you know everyone's gonna want to know when i air this you know because i talked to drake yeah. so are we going to see Dean this season? I really hope so. Okay. That's such a good PR answer. (laughs) I know. I was like, do I want, how do I answer? Do I want calls? Or I won't say anything. I don't want to spoil anything. I will just say that you're not going to be disappointed. I think that there's a lot in that finale that will disappoint a lot of people. So that'll be my, that'll be my politically correct, correct answer. And then do you think that there's, and I'm sure this is for future talk and I'm expecting a season two. So I'm just going to act like that's happening. There's a chance for a Sam to appear. Oh my God, I fucking hope so. I would love that. I would love that. I think with the way that we're ending season one, there is opportunity for us to go and to do anything. And that is what Robbie has tried really, really hard to do is walk the line of, hey, like, let's honor the canon. Let's honor the characters, but let's also find room to play because that's what makes this show so great. And so I I really, really hope, I mean, I hope we get to do Castiel. I hope we get Sam. I hope we get Jeffrey Dean, Matt Cohen. I love an opportunity where, you know, you have this almost Avengers Endgame kind mm-hmm. of situation um maybe maybe not to that magnitude or, or to that you know but just those kind of things would be really really cool i think it would uh, be so fun if you guys did like if you got away with it an episode where we see all of you like all yeah. of the johns like so yeah. for some reason you guys all totally meet in some weird way like that would be so cool to see you matt jeffrey all like together you know i, I could see a world where john's breaking bad and these future versions or alternate versions of john are like hey dog like like jeffrey dean would come back and be like I'm don't go there and it's they're trying to stop John from like pushing that envelope because it is like the an episode 10 it was my one of my favorite moments in the entire our entire show I think it's 10 it's 10 or 11 whatever one Mary and I fight the golem I think it's 10 and after we fight the golem and we have killed the people and we're burying them and it was our only graveyard scene this whole 13 episodes or so I was like crazy but I loved it it felt so supernatural but our characters are basically standing over these two characters and they're like you know talking about that they would do anything for love and Mary's like well that's not love that's selfishness right. and then she looks at John she's like that'll never be us and I think that it's it's those moments where like if there was ever a time where Mary dies or Mary's about to die and it's like what we learned with Sam and Dean but they got it from their dad and their mom is that these these Winchesters will stop at nothing to save the people that they love and that means they'll stop at nothing 
sell their souls. They'll, they'll sacrifice a lot of other people and put a lot of other people in harm's way for the people that they love. And I think that those, that would be a moment that I think, you know, Jeffrey Dean would come back and be like, Hey, like, don't go down that road because it's just, and I don't think that I would listen <laughs> playing, yeah, playing young John, but that's, that's an opportunity that I think would be really cool to see them come back. And I think it's super cool too, because in that aspect, a lot of times when characters are quote selfish, you can dislike them, but yeah. because your characters are fighting the world and saving and helping so many people, it's like, we don't even think about that. They've been through so much. They're doing so much for so many other people that it's yeah. like, they deserve, give them a break. They deserve yeah. to have a selfish moment. It's okay to choose them over someone else, or it's okay to like you said in the, like in Supernatural where like one would go to hell or one would stay or one would, you know, and they kept just trying to keep each other alive. And I think, although yes, it is selfish. And I think that's such a great parallel that scene in particular. And when, and you guys are like, yeah, no, that's not going to be us. Yeah. But of course it will. Like, of course, you know, because you guys are putting your lives at risk. Yeah. That's what drew me to John. And, and I think it's the same for Sam and Dean, but I'll speak more primarily for John because it's, I think it's very clear. John's not a hero. He's not a hero. He's a very, very selfish person. It's not selfish out of malice. It's selfish out of like love. Like he will just selfishly choose love over everything else. And God knows why it was Mary Campbell, but it's Mary Campbell. Yeah. I think John would burn the world and he, he would, he did. I mean, he ruined the lives of his two sons in the pursuit for revenge, not even to save and revenge for her, you know? And I think I, I love that. I love playing like a, I wouldn't call him an anti-hero, but complicated individual. I think there's just something really human about that. So I have a couple of fast questions for you. So what do you think makes John such a good hunter? Because when he comes back, he has this war background, but he's mm. not a hunter and he gets thrown in. And yes, it's like fumbly in the beginning, but yeah. let me tell you, he's pretty damn good at it. What do you think is in him that makes him such a good hunter? Funny answer would be uh, his ability to get punched in the face and not <laughs> die in every episode ever. And I, I see that all the time. I'm like, oh, I have another bruise in this episode because I got slammed through a fucking cement table. Or like electrocuted and you were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think the way that we have played John and what I'm hoping will start to come through more is that John's lust for violence is like that, I think, is what makes him a great hunter. Is, is I think there's a part of him that really, really, really enjoys like the violence of it, like really enjoys beating the shit out of something. And there's something therapeutic for him in that. So I think that's the serious answer. Another question. Clothes. Let's talk about clothes. <laughs> So you guys, by the way, you're always dressed. You're dressed super cool. Like, I feel like you guys are anyone related to like a, the supernatural. All you guys, I don't know if you all talk to the same wardrobe people or whatever, <laughs> but you all dress awesome. And I always tell Jensen every time I see him, I'm like, dude, where'd you get that shirt or that jacket? Like, you look so cool. So of course you look super cool. But for the time period, mm -hmm. how fun are the outfits? And then like, do you choose anything? Do you have any say in that? Or you throw them on or do you hate them? So we have our wardrobe lady. Her name is Carrie. And she was the wardrobe for at least the last half of Supernatural, if not the entirety of it. And Jensen got her to come down to New Orleans. So she does all of her wardrobe and she's super, super collaborative. I would say my character has the most bland. That was a decision that we made. Um, I, I, when I talked to Carrie, I was like, look, it's the 70s. Our show is going to be different than Supernatural. We have different characters. It's a four, it's an ensemble piece. It's not just two brothers. It's not just John and Mary. There's also these other two characters. So I was like, I want to make sure that the fans see Sam and Dean and John. So I was like, Everything that they wore, just put on me at all times. And anything that they wouldn't have wore, don't put me in. 
I, I just want fans when they see my character to be like that. But watching everybody else uh, dress fancy is really, really fun. It's really, really enjoyable. I don't know how my confidence would be in a lot of those things. They had me in bell bottoms in episode one, and I hate them. I hate them with a burning passion. <laughs> you look now so it's... cool in them, though. That's so funny. Oh, I hated them so much. <laughs> Was it uncomfortable, or you just felt weird? It's not practical. Like, it's just so impractical. Like, we're sledging through the swamp, and those things get so dirty and muddy, and, like, they get weighed down, and I'm like, I just also I just don't see John ever wearing Boba. Boba. <laughs> I know um, he's so cool. He seems like a cool guy. Like not someone that that would be his first choice. Exact. To fairness to the wardrobe people on the pilot, those were Carlos's clothes that I was wearing. Right, so, right, right. You know, it worked. It worked. But yeah, but I think that's such a smart decision to say. Like, listen, let's make a collaborative decision. If they wouldn't have worn it, I don't want to wear it. And exactly. I do see it because you'll see like a little bit of flannel or like a little bit of plaid or a little bit of square. And like, so you can see where or like a jacket. One of the jackets you had in one of the episodes, I went, ooh, that looks just like something that they would wear. So that's why I was wondering about the costumes altogether, if you had to say in any of that, because it's so, it's cohesive. You see it. So it's just super cool that you guys got to do that or have that conversation. I love it. I think it's a ton of fun. In episode 13, actually, and this is when I will say, the red flannel is from Supernatural. It's a deep article of clothing. And I don't think that this is a spoiler to say, but Carrie calls it the oh shit flannel. Like if somebody's wearing a red flannel, it's like an oh shit episode it's just every time that it happened i guess in supernatural she would like anytime oh, yeah. it was an episode. i also like when i got the show that was what i was most excited about i was like I, I can't wait to be freezing cold in 30 layers of clothing and like i, I love that and then i found out we're filming in new orleans and i was like one layer of clothing and we'll be fucking fine with that but yeah yeah you're like please don't put on too many things on me <laughs> So bad. I mean, we had it in reverse. So like we started out with a bunch of layers of clothes middle of the summer. And then they were like, cool, we're going to write you in with t-shirts. So then they wrote me in with t-shirts and then it got really cold. And then so I was freezing cold. It was just, yeah, we, we missed the cycle for sure. Like I always wonder this with actors, like I'd rather be cold because at least like, you know, they have those warmers and you can kind of coat and like you take it off and you kind of deal with it while you're filming. But when you're hot, you guys never sweat. Like I've never seen an actor like sweating. And I know like they bring, I know like human wise you do and they bring the fans and all the things that you need. But when I watch it, I'm always like, how is he not sweating? Because like you're wearing like a jacket and the, and I know that it's hot oh, as hell in New Orleans. Yeah, so. it is nasty. It is, you don't even want to know like humid it's It's a lot i like the cold because i feel like even when you're shivering in a scene it adds to the drama it can add to the scene like the breath everything like the shivering the holding yourself like this it's all like real and i think it adds to it nobody likes to see people just sweat on camera it's uncomfortable for everyone so yeah yeah, it's like cold over heat for sure so let's just talk winchester's alone this cast is amazing when you guys did the press conference i was laughing because you and meg were so cute like together talking and like so excited and like you know Jojo was excited like everybody was just so happy to like start this off and kind of run on this road so how are you guys as a team I'm assuming you guys are like super close and all hang out and things like that so how did like the bond slowly start forming was it instant on day one or like over time now you guys have this huge kind of like little bond together yeah no we we are and um, Bianca hangs out with us too all the time so she's kind of like our she's she is a part of the core group on the pilot we literally every single day we would just hang out at mm-hmm. someone's apartment 
it and we would watch a, like we would always pick a horror tv series or a horror movie and we would just watch it um or stupid youtube videos but we hung out every single day on the pilot and then when we we're filming our schedules are usually opposite so meg and i'll be working and then you know one day and then joe joe and them will work a different day and so it's it's a little harder for us but we would every weekend we would get together and we would hang out at either my house meg's house um Nita's house or jojo's and we would just watch tv so we we hung out all the time and if you know we're going to the gym bianca would go to the gym with me meg would come to the gym so it's just like yeah we would just we all just like we formed a little community you know when you're filming on a location that's like that's really all you have so yeah. you don't have enough time to go out and meet people and make friends so it's like you're just living with these people for months on end you know so you yeah you just become real close yeah and it's also hard to you because you're on a show right so it's like you don't know if anyone comes up to you do they know who you are so at least you have people that know what you're going through and then you can all kind of like relate to yeah. one another so I was so happy that it wasn't just like you alone or just you and Meg like that there was a whole group that were all involved yeah. in the show that can be together and kind of work through all of that stuff because you all got famous pretty fast I mean like the second it kind of started airing everybody was like dying over all of you guys for different reasons so you know that it's hard to kind of handle that I mean it sounds kind of like a stupid question but was it helpful that you guys had a whole group of you to go through it together because I'm sure people coming up to you going hey can I have your autograph I don't feel famous um I don't I think there's there's just a difference like I will get that when we're at conventions or at like a, an event where people know that like we're here and it's like fans are in this place but I, I don't think that I'm at a I'll speak solely for myself I don't think that I'm on a, at a place where like I I, I feel still like I can walk around with my anonymity like I can walk around and people don't people don't really know oh, who I am. that's great though uh, I am cherishing that as long as I can because I think in this career inevitably you end up losing that um and once it's gone it's gone so to answer your question it is nice to have a community to go through all of those new like mile markers as they come I wanted to ask you in terms of the show overall is there anything that you want to tell everyone for what's to come like in the last kind of two episodes because they're a little nutty I would just say like I am very excited to see with how the show ends where we go I think we opened up Robbie opened up and there's no we there Robbie opened up Robbie and Jensen opened up the ability for us to go anywhere and do anything after this in a way that like I think people are actually going to really appreciate and be able to like okay cool I see why they're doing what they're doing so yeah I would just say when we're on season two and three just get fucking ready it's only going to get bigger and better from here so so I tweeted out I tagged you <laughs> and asked people to send me questions and I got some really good ones so this is from um, at Dean's Bestie underscore. It says, if you would want to do a really funny, bizarre episode like The French Mistake or Changing Channels, what do you think it would look like for the Winchesters and what do you want to see? Okay, bizarre. I would love to do something with Loki, like where they're acting in a TV series. Like, I, I think it'd be really, really funny for us to do that. Where like, we're, we are the filmmakers on a set. It's like, Meg is like a actress. I'm like a PA. JoJo's directing. Nid is the producer or the studio head. You know, like, I think that type of thing would be really really funny and like we're slowly realizing what the fuck is happening like I think something like that would be really funny if I could pick an episode of Supernatural for our show to do similar would be baby all from the car or all from the van or whatever it is I can't wait for the car to get intro for you guys I'm waiting I'm waiting for that to happen yeah. so season two hopefully right we have another person so you kind of answered this question a little bit so you can kind of I guess do like an abbreviated version but Brandy Renee 1516 said first off I want to tell him how amazing of a job he's doing and I'd like to know how does it feel stepping into the shoes and playing John Winchester so we talked about it a little bit but if there's anything yeah. else that you want to kind of add thank you Brandy a massive honor and privilege to do this on any level um, but to do it for a show that has this type of a following and this much engagement and people who really care about it I feel very privileged to do it so we have at a under
underscore, and I'm going to say this wrong and I'm sorry. I'm just going to spell it. It's B-U-S-I-A-U. She or he wrote a question that can be asked for everybody because I, I was tweeting out that I'm talking to all of you guys. You had the opportunity during filming cons to meet many members of the cast, crew from Supernatural. Who would you like to meet that you haven't met yet? I'm trying to think because we've met a good portion even at the con where I just did Jib in Italy. It was a good portion there. We hang out with the, you know, Rob and them, that whole crew. I haven't met Samantha yet. I would love to meet Samantha. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be really cool to have her on. Maybe like she could play like, I don't know, they could probably come up with something cool to like make her come on the show. Oh my God, wouldn't that be a sick episode if we incorporated like the one that I was just talking about with like we're, we're like on a film crew, but it's also Jeffrey Dean's there, Samantha's there, but like none of us know that we're each other. Oh, that would be, or like, you know, it'd be so cool if you guys were all the ones like filming and you're like, what's going on? And they're the actors. We're filming Supernat. Oh my yes, God. Yes, how crazy would that be? Oh, somebody captured this. That's <laughs> brilliant Robbie How cool that be? and then we can bring Robbie everyone right like Richard Rob everybody can come on and it would be like an episode that we've seen or something but you guys are like filming it that yeah, would be that so would be much fun so funny if we're just filming an episode of Supernatural and Sam's there and I guess Dean would be there that'd be so funny that would be so awesome oh I just God. like to say so let's pass this on to Jensen you have to tell Jensen and okay. I'll take my 10% <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, for sure, for sure. Idea. <laughs> but no I would love to see that that would be so cool we have to make that happen 100% I'm actually I'm not even kidding I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to Robbie about that I love that best idea wins oh my gosh I'm gonna be I'm gonna be so excited Brittany McKay so it's at Brittany McKay it asked as a fan of Supernatural before getting this job and now being on the Winchesters how much plaid or flannel do you own all of it I own all of it I took all of the wardrobe from set home so I have everything are you allowed to do that because I know no, like when, they, when no. they come back they bring it on like a little hanger like I don't know if people know this because I've been on a lot of sets before you get your wardrobe you go into like your trailer they give it to you so it's in a closet you put it on for the day or whatever and then when you're done you're supposed to take I mean I don't know if this is what works on your set but you're supposed to take it off put it back on the hanger you leave for the day and then someone comes in collects it and does I don't know whatever they do with it so yeah. I always wonder how people steal like I would want to steal everything and I always wonder how they do it and I would just be like oh sorry I wore it home like I don't know where it went but are you just like walking off with it no 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 I we I clear most of it um I've only walked off with certain things that I won't say because that's not loud. um <laughs> But <laughs> Jensen got the Impala. I'm fine to take a shirt, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think we. I asked the wardrobe. I'm like, hey, what at the end of the day can I take? Like, what is going to get returned, or what can fall off a truck somewhere, and I'll pick it up. You know, at it's P U S S E L S sixty eight. Her display name's Anna Little. She said, "I'd like to know whether he prefers filming action, comedy, or emotional scenes, and why." Emotion are my favorite scenes to do. I love, 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 love drama, but I also love the comedy and action. But here's the thing: I don't like written comedy. I like to just find it. Like, I like, like, oh, I could just do something funny here. And I find a lot of that. It doesn't usually get used, but I find a lot of that in the action. Um, or like, we did that in the Gollum fight. Like, you know, I get up and it's like, hey, look over. Like, those things. There was a whole take one time where John Showalter, um, our producing director, um, he was like, hey, just give me one. Go to 11 with it. And I, and I was just fucking around with this Gollum for like two minutes. And afterwards, he's like, he's like, well, that was 11. And I was like... <laughs> There we go. That will never be used. That's awesome. I love when they released, I know they released a little bit of like the bloopers, but mm. I used to love when like Supernatural would release them. And I think there's one where Jensen's like, was that enough? Was that enough for you? 
because they were probably like amp it up, amp it up, and he probably mm-hmm. went crazy. I would love to see that on a blooper. <laughs> I think I think there's another one similar to that, and then I think that there's one that's going to be like long of just all the gags and bloopers and stuff. Well, hopefully it makes it on there because I would love to see that. A lot of people, by the way, are saying how great you're doing. It's like Lou underscore E L L underscore A H said, just tell him how well he is. He's great in the show. I mean, it's such a hit. Hashtag renew the Winchesters. So that came from him, like him or her. So many people, how great you're doing, how amazing it is. Renew it. They want season two news, which we kind of talked about. So the last question from a fan, it's at three underscore layer underscore Dean. Have you ever read supernatural fan fiction? No need to name specifics. If so, are there tags or tropes you really enjoy or want to avoid? But I guess we could say we've never read any fan fiction. No, I haven't. The sole piece of advice, the first thing that Robbie (laughs) ever told me is he's like, if you ever want to look Jensen in the face again, he's like, do yourself a favor, never Google the show. He's like, just don't do it. Um, He's like, I'll send you the website that you can pull up, like Winchester or the Supernatural Wiki, but he's like, don't Google anything. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff out there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I have no idea and I'm trying to stay as far away as I can. So, well, thank you for answering fan questions. I'm sure people are going to be super excited. I'm so happy to talk to you because I enjoy your work so much. I think you're doing such a good job. I think it's so overwhelming to step into something like this and to make it its own and to make John your, you know, you made him your own and he's been done multiple times and you're doing such a good job. Like there's nothing I would say to you and I'm being completely honest. There's nothing I would say to you that I'm like, "Mm, I would change that or I would suggest this or here's a criticism. You're just doing such a good job showing him and the struggles, but also the love and then the friendships and all the stuff that he's doing and then the fighting and just like wanting to be a good person. And I think he's striving to be a good person and doing what he and, and he has a lot of demons already that he's trying to kind of go through but you do it in such a great way and you're funny and your action scenes are good and the emotional scenes are emotional and I know the finale is coming up which is going to be crazy it's really amazing to watch and I'm like super impressed by you and I know a lot of people are obviously like so many people are writing how much they love you so I kind of want to just end with is there anything that you want to just say to all the fans I mean I'm seeing hashtag renew the Winchesters more than anything on my timeline thank you I too hope that we get to do this as long as we can but if we don't I just have nothing more to say than thank you like the love that they show and that they pour means the world I was so nervous doing a prequel but also playing the character John I I had no idea what the reception was going to be and they had prepped us for it to be bad you know the fact that it is not that but not only not that but it's an outpour of love like I can't I can't express how much that means um and the confidence that it gives us going into a season two um but just as an actor as an artist which is a profession of of insecurity um it gives me a lot of security it gives me a lot of confidence i i just i i can't thank you enough for all of that and i, I mean you to everyone it really doesn't go unnoticed um the tweets likes the, all of that stuff like it, it just it does mean a lot so thank you hope you guys enjoyed listening to drake talk about what it was like being a part of the show some advice that he got from jensen and of course a few hints into what we can see for the finale make sure you check out the show airing on tuesdays at 8 p.m eastern standard time on the cw and don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.